You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Organized My Thoughts podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Miss Destiny Vaughn. Say hey. Hey. <laughs> we are actually going to be doing a video version of this be available on YouTube for you all to watch as well, in addition to the podcast. But I am so excited about this particular interview. God literally graced me to be able to come across um, one of her YouTube shorts and her Instagram reels. And I was like, wow, like I had to just follow along on her journey. So before I really get into my whole spiel, let me go ahead and introduce um, Miss Destiny Bonds. So Destiny Bonds is a St. Louis native, a graduate of the University of Missouri, where she received her bachelor's in journalism. She currently resides in the Big Apple, New York, and serves as an advocate, an active advocate for individuals to live their truth and authenticity through Christ. Destiny is a speaker, a poet, and host of the Power in Prose podcast. Through her podcast, YouTube channel, and social platform, she speaks on being a creative, mental health, and using your voice. So welcome, Destiny, to the podcast. Hey, happy to be here. I'm so excited. So we are going to go ahead and jump right in. We've already been prayed up. We're just going to let God flow. Yeah. So Destiny. So the reason why you're here today, for those of you who are just now tuning in, we're going to be talking about Destiny's journey from going from unemployed to self-employed. Now, the thing that really drew me to Destiny was just her boldness. I feel like a lot of people, when we go through this kind of transition, whether it's job loss or job transition, there can be just so much mental warfare that causes us to kind of shrink. And one thing that I loved about Destiny was her boldness, her authenticity through this journey. So please, Destiny, walk us through and take your time because I've got questions. Okay. Walk us through this journey of what it looked like to go from unemployed to self-employed. Child, the journey, you talk about mental warfare, that was present. So the boldness, it had to come. It had to unfold, right? And so um, my journey actually goes a little bit before me getting let go from my job. So there's a lot of people who have quit their jobs <laughs> and they're like, God told me to quit my job. That was not my story. I got let go from my job. So um, 2021, maybe, I got a job offer at a place I really wanted to be at, that I was praying into, that I fasted for, all the things. And I was like, okay, I got the offer, like, period, like, we doing this. I signed, and then I prayed, and God was like, nah, like, we're not going there. And there's nothing wrong, I don't think, with the company, but I think that eventually I was supposed to get where I am right now, and if I was there, it would have been very hard for me to give it up. So I was like, I'm not even going to let you set foot. You get the affirmation that they want you, but I can't let you rock over there or you're going to have a hard time when I tell you your your season is up. So it was very, very hard for me to, I mean, I already quit my job, turned in my resignation letter and everything. Like I'm leaving. And then God was like, no, you're not. So I had to go back. I got more money, da, 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 like all the things, but that was hurtful. And I think that was the first, that was the introduction to everything. I was like, okay, not you listening to me. Like, let's, let's do it. Like we rock it for me. I felt that for a second. And then it's a reason why I wanted to leave. Like the people started getting on my nerves. I was working on stuff I didn't want to work on and it was stressing me out. But then I was also very thankful. I'm like, okay. We're still in a pandemic. I just got a raise X, Y, Z. Right. And so, um, there were a lot of feelings and I was like, I just gotta own this season. I'm going to go to a new place. So I just got to rock it out. Um, a year passed in that year. I got another promotion and I got a, a well, I got a promotion and a raise. And then um, I got a, my own apartment. When I got the offer at first, I had a roommate. So I got my own place. Um, I don't know. I got a lot of things that are moving and grooving. I got like an award thing. Like I felt great. And then I lost my job. <laughs> and I was like, I know, I know that you did not have me stay at this job that I didn't want to be at. And I told you I didn't want to be there. And I got an offer to be somewhere else. 
and you told me not to go. Just for the place that you had me stay at to not want me. What is happening right now? And I feel like you have me messed up. I'm very confused. And I was like training myself that, okay, maybe I think I'm supposed to exit advertising or at least the agency space, but God still wants me there, X, Y, Z. And that's not that's not what happened. So then once I got let go, I was like, wait, we're not on the same page. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I don't know what you want. And it's very confusing for me. So um, when I first got let go, I didn't have faith that I was going to be self-employed because I was like, okay, I was leaving one agency to go to another. So I was like, oh, God about to have me go to tech. That's fine. Like, I'm about to get a big bag, like a big bag. And I was like, okay, I'm going to work at Twitter, XYZ. Elon Musk comes, works at Twitter, fires everybody. It's like, okay, praise God that I'm not at Twitter. Like, I was like, okay, you got to, you know everything for real. That's great. But then I was like, okay, well, what's good with Google? Like, I was like applying to everything. I was on LinkedIn all day, all night. And I wasn't necessarily stressed because I got money from my old job and I have faith like, oh, God's about to set me up. I'm about to have the biggest plot twist ever. And the girls are not ready for my LinkedIn update. Like that's how I felt. And ain't none of what I was talking about happened. It just didn't happen. Months kept going. Bank account kept going. And then the bank account stopped going. The month's still going. The rent still due. And I'm like, what's really happening right now? And you really got me messed up. It's wintertime. I'm stuck in the house. I should be in Bali. Like I should be traveling. I'm not because I don't have the money to travel, but I'm also still going to brunch in New York and hanging out my friends. And I'm thankful for that. But I feel like that needs to end soon. But what are you doing? Like, you know, so I definitely had a lot of questions, but during that time I was like, I have to talk to God about the question. He's the only one that knows. Like my ex-coworkers don't have the key. My mama don't know what's going on. My friends, people at church, like God is the person who can actually listen and handle all the emotions that I have and actually guide me on what to do with them. So spent a lot of time in prayer, a lot of time on YouTube, a lot of time in my own devotional, my notebook that I use, like when I'm studying the word is I need a new one. Um, it's, it called me to go to God's feet a hundred percent. And excuse me, I already had the podcast for three years. And so that was already a thing that I was doing that I don't get paid to do. And I wasn't rushing, trying to get paid to do it. Like I was like, I'm prioritizing it. When I first started, I only was doing two episodes a month. Then I started doing every Wednesday. I, I It was, I don't know. I did workshops then I stopped doing the workshops. I did prayer calls. Those were going great. So it's like I was doing things, but Pound Pros was not <laughs> supposed to be my main girl. Like she was the girl I hang out with on the weekends. Um, so I took a pause for a little while, um, not a long time. I think like two months. At the end of 2022, going into 2023, I stopped recording for a while. And I felt like I was like, where the episodes at? Where the newsletter at? Where's the Instagram videos? Like what's happening? And I was like, do you not see? We don't have time for that. Like I have to find a job. I have to sustain myself. I have to whatever. And God didn't care about nothing about what I was talking about. It's like, where's the episodes at? So um, I was really intimidated actually to come back because I hadn't shared yet that I lost my job with my community and I felt that I needed to. And I was like, that's none of their business, what I got going on. And I don't want to tell them because you hooking me up with a new job, right? Like, I was like, that's happening, right? And as time kept going on and more opportunities would come, even if it wasn't direct for me, just me seeing different things, like my mind was open because I'm not in this go to work, go home and scroll on TikTok for a little bit before I got to go to sleep and do it all over again. Um, And that I started to notice some stuff and I'm like, I don't think I'm going back. So it was phases. First phase, I'm not going back to my industry. I'm going to do something else. And that was still scary. But also I was down. I'm like, other industries making more money than my industry. So let's do it. Like, you know, um, 
Then I was like, oh, maybe I'm still working in my industry, but I'm leaving New York. I went to LA. I looked at apartments out there. I was like, oh, God's about to bless me. I'm about to have a palm tree, be on the beach. I'm going to get a car again. Like, I was so excited. You can ask anybody. Actually, on my YouTube channel, I have a vlog that's LA Faith Vlog. And it's me going to LA with no idea if I'm going to live there, but I have faith I'm moving to LA. And I'm, I'm in New York right now. Like, I was like, I was like yeah, that's not it. Um, and so there were different phases. I was like trying to figure it out and then trying to also take the steps of like, oh, this is it. So let's do that. And no matter what phase I was in or what leading thought I had, Power and Pros or me speaking never left. Like there was always a thing. And like I said, I've been doing a podcast for three years, so I know how it feels when I record. I know how it feels when I love the episode. I know how it feels. When I'm like, uh, is this the hit? Is it not? Everything, it didn't matter. It was like, keep pushing things out. And I wasn't push- pushing out things that I wasn't proud of, but it was just like, no matter how you feel, I need you to show up. Like, this is not, this space is not a container for you to kick back. I actually need you to dial it up. And I, that was insane to me. It don't make no sense. Like, I need to be on my Zoom for something else and not this. Um, so that was that. And then I ended up, my old job, um, I did a Chipotle commercial on accident. I was, we, I work at an advertising agency. And so that was one of our clients. Um, and I, my team, everybody knows that I write poetry. The script that they wrote it's kind of poetic, not really a poem, but they just needed somebody to read it. They were like, we're trying to make sure it flows. Can you read this for us really quick? We want to show the clients the vision. So like, yeah, sure. I read it. Then they would change the script. I'll have to reread it. So that way we could re-record it, resend it to the clients, blah, blah. Typically, sometimes stuff like that will happen. But eventually, the client, Pepsi, Chipotle, whoever, will hire somebody <laughs> to actually read the voice. The clients were like, who's this girl? Like, let's hire her. And my job actually was like, she worked for us. Like, no, like, that's not a thing. But the clients were relentless about it. So I ended up doing it. Uh, but this is like months ago. This is before I got let go. I forgot I did it. All the things. Um, while I was unemployed, the, the commercial ended up coming out. I ended up getting a check in the mail. And I was like, okay. So that was something that I didn't sign up for, something I wasn't looking to do. Um, I thought about voice voicing over a documentary one day or something, but it was always a one-day thing. Like I'll do it when I'm 50, when I'm 40, when I've done with what I'm doing right now. And so it coming out and not being something that I set up, not something that I was thinking about. And the check coming when I needed, I cannot explain enough. The check came when I needed it. So I was like, okay. It's too much going on. Like this is this is God for sure. After that, um, I was I was happy to post about it. XYZ. Me posting about the Chipotle commercial ended up landing me an opportunity that I'm doing this month. Um, this is a pay opportunity and XYZ. So I just started to think about things and I started to get annoyed with myself with how I was feeling. I felt very down. I felt very depressed. I was tired of being worried. I was anxious um, and I was, I got, I was, I could not apply for things anymore. Like it was like, you can apply, but I'm not going to give you a job in this way. Um, it took me a long time, like months to even get that that might be an instruction. Um, I didn't know if it was clear. I kept telling my friends, like, I don't think I'm supposed to be on LinkedIn, but I'm going anyway, just in case. Like, I definitely have those moments because. I feel like God, it, was, it wasn't clear enough for me what we're doing. I know what we're not doing, but what are we doing? And that wasn't clear. And so it was a lot of trial and error, um, a lot of making it to the final rounds of something, not getting the offer, X, Y, Z. Um, so eventually I was like, okay, what do you have? And it was the woman with the jar of oil that came to me. I was like, okay. What you got in your house? You got this microphone. You got TikTok. So your phone bill paid for. So if your phone bill paid for, you got access to the internet and social media. What can you do with that? What can you do with that? And my podcast is Power and Pros. Everybody has a story. When you own your story, that's where your power is. So I'm like, okay, everybody, my podcast is great, but everybody's not listening to my podcast. So how can I use the ethos of what I talk about on the show? And put it somewhere else, but make it personable to the people that know what's what's tea, what's going on. And that is how my unemployed to self-employed 
series started. Um, I was just tired. I'm like, well, I gotta do something. And I don't feel powerful right now. Why is that? And it was because I was not owning where I was at. And so by saying unemployed to self-employed, I was like, okay, we can do something with this. And I started to move different on social, off of social, um, how I prayed was different. Opportunities I was looking for was different. And I really start to be like, okay, there's there's a future for me still. It's just not what I thought it was going to be. And that's okay. Like you could make more money. You could have more connections. You could go to more places. You have no idea. And I think for a long time, the no idea was very scary and very intimidating. And once I started to create from that place and accept it a bit more, I don't, is there still struggles? Please no. <laughs> but uh, once I started to accept it a bit more, I felt the power that I needed and I got the boldness that I think you're talking about for me to be able to step out and reach for more things that didn't even feel attainable before. Wow. First, I just want to say just your whole journey just like reminds me of just how intentional God is that even before this all happened, like he gave you power and pros, you know, for three years ago, which talks about stepping into your power. And here you are in a journey that you didn't necessarily unex- you know, expect or desire, but yet it allowed you to do that very thing that you're helping other people do in the podcast. And I just want to say, You've done a very good job of just explaining to us, you know, how to walk through that. One thing that I want to hearken in on is expectations, because you talked about in the beginning of your journey, how your the expectation that you had was not what God had. And being in that place and that's a real place, right? Being in that place where, you know, you feel like things are going to go one way and then God not just once is saying, now nah, this is not it, but a constant mm-hmm. thing. How, did you ever get to a place where you felt stuck and you were like, you didn't know because you said you got, you know, kind of tired of feeling that way. Did you ever get to a place where you got stuck? And how did you kind of get yourself out of that place besides being like, you know, tired of feeling that way? Because there are yeah. a lot of people who are in that place. Um, 100%. I got stuck. <laughs> I felt stuck again in phases, right? Because I think each acceptance that you take with what the Holy Spirit is giving you, what, how the Lord is guiding you, there's another instruction. There's another piece of obedience that God's asking you to give. There's another level of faith that you need to go down. And um, there are moments where I was challenging myself to do things, um, worshiping, journaling. I would, I like to run. So um, I did a half marathon in October. Like I was like doing all the things, my body, soul, right. And I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And so I felt very stuck of like, okay, now, is the Bible true or is it true? Because I'm doing this stuff and I don't see you doing anything. Like my, my situation is the same. And so um, I felt that a lot. And then even when I felt good and everything else was good, I still didn't have an answer of how are we making money? Like that was a thing too. So even when my mental, I finally got my mental right, or when I get my language right now, I'm talking to people. I'm not having to give you the backstory on how I lost my job. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing content full time, period. Like, that's it. I still am like, okay, that felt good to say. I'm happy I left my house. I'm happy I ate a meal, took a shower, because definitely times when those things are not happening. Um, I didn't have the answer on how I'm making money. And so I still felt stuck. And I think getting out of that was gratitude. I know people say it. It's like, girl, but that's a real thing um, right now. Like, okay, I'm breathing today. I have a container that's holding my little coffee pods. And if I woke up, I still had coffee and I didn't have to think about like, oh, damn, I'm out of coffee. Like that was great. When I finally got food stamps, come on. You want to talk about some worship? <laughs> I worship down. I got my food stamps. Like, so I think, do I want a million dollars? Yes. But is, am I grateful that I have food stamps, so I don't have to work, spend them. I don't have to spend the money that I do have for me to eat tonight. Also thankful for that. So it's like, let me put my attention there versus what I don't have. And sometimes it's hard to do. Some days, yeah, I do have shame about certain things, or I did way more. Um, and my old, some of my old coworkers follow me, so it's like wishing you the best. And it's like me too. Like I'm hoping something happened. And um. My community, right? Even people that I don't know, rooting for you. Oh, I love this. Da, da, da. That's nice to comment on my TikTok saying you love that I'm speaking out about whatever, but 
I don't know how I'm eating tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think um, there are definitely moments when you can feel stuck and like you're doing the right things, but you're not getting the results that you want. And I think that owning it and talking, being real with God about that is very, very important. There's plenty of times I was like, oh, you don't like me for real. Like me talking to God, I'm like, oh, you can't, you can't like me for real because why you got me out here like this? And I realized that there's space for that. There's some days when I didn't talk to God at all. And I would turn on a movie. I watched Harry Potter. I know some people feel a way about Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. And I watched Harry Potter one day thinking I'm taking a break. I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I can't pray today. And I told him that was the one thing I said this one day. I was like, I don't got nothing for you today. If you got something for me, I'm all ears, but you didn't say nothing yesterday. So I'm not saying nothing to you today. Like, I don't have it for you. I made me a little food, got my little blanket, got my hoodie on. I turned the movie on and I felt, got like, I, there was messages. Like, I have a notes app in my phone of like messages. Um, of like, they have to, they um, face adversity. They have to not give up. There's so many things that happen. And God's like, okay, you want to talk to me? That's fine. But I'm going to speak to you. Through this movie, I'll speak to you when you're walking outside. Like I don't, I don't care what you're talking about. Like you're, I have not forgotten about you. I have not. I have purpose for this season that you're in right now, and you don't see it, and that's okay. I'll make sure you'll get it. <laughs> and so, I think owning those days, the days when I didn't shower, whatever, it's like I don't have it today. And I think sometimes it takes a lot more effort to try to fake it, and then you don't get the message that you need. You don't get the healing that you need because you're trying to act like everything's all good. And some days it ain't good. So I think owning that um, and not pulling myself out of it actually ended up helping me. That's good. And that's so honest. I think that people really don't talk about those stuck places where you don't have the energy to get out of bed. You're sitting in the dark. I feel like I went through that journey multiple times and I didn't see a lot of people talking about that. And I want to ask you, did you ever experience, you talked about seeing, you know, other opportunities in your mind being open. Um, I know that a lot of times we can deal with what is supposed to be a testimony that can be encouraging, you know, so that opens our mind. For some people, it could be a trigger where it's like, okay, so you're, I'm, I'm praying for people, you're blessing them and I'm crying out. And yet here I am in this. Did you ever experience any of that where the, the testimony of others kind of became a trigger instead of, you know, something that would increase your faith or cause you to closer to God? Absolutely. <laughs> I think everybody does. Um, Yvonne Orgy, who plays Molly on Insecure, she actually came to my church at the end of last year. And she has a book called Bamboos About Jesus. She brought the book to our church. She signed it. I got a picture with her, like all the things, right? I started reading this book and she's struggling in New York. I said, oh no, (laughs) I don't want to read this. I know that she's in Hollywood. I know that she's a homeowner, which I am not. I know she got a car. I do not. Like I know all these things, right? And she's in her thirties. I'm 29. So I'm like, okay. I think that that was a glimpse on there's a purpose for what you're going through right now. And there's a other side to it. I had to pause reading the book. I, I couldn't. I was like, if you're telling me that I have to struggle for X amount of time, I think she struggled for like seven years or something before she got unsubscribed. Like I, I'm done. I don't got nothing for you. There's this girl that she's so creative. She's so dope. I went to school with her. I ran track with her, and I follow her on Instagram. She launched a brand. She got a grant. She did all these things, and I think she's. She's lost jobs before. I don't know if this latest venture was sparked by job loss, but she started something new. And I feel like I'm supposed to start something new. And she documented the journey. So she's sharing before it's at the final product. I feel like I'm supposed to share before I'm at the final product. And the photography is beautiful. She's putting effort into it. She's reaching out to people. She's doing all of this stuff. And I know because she's taking Instagram on a journey and I'm on her Instagram. I had to mute her. <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm going to be on Instagram scrolling some days. That's my medicine some days. And I am not keeping up healthy habits, right? And so when I could just get off Instagram, I'm not doing that. So I have the awareness enough that I'm spending too much time on social media and it's impacting me. But I was like, I don't want to do anything about it So or anything big enough to solve it. So I would notice if there's a certain post or a person that triggered me. Oh, you're done. You're gone. And I had to mute her and she's doing great. <laughs> um, I really unmuted her this week, literally. Like, and I forgot that she was muted. And then I was like, 
Oh, I haven't seen so-and-so's posting where I was like, you muted her months ago. That's why. So um, rooted for her there. I actually prayed about her business because I noticed like, okay, there's something going on internally for me. But I couldn't see it because I wasn't ready to do what I needed to do. I didn't feel like I could do what I needed to do or what God was calling me to do. And so, yeah, she had to go. So I definitely think there are times when you have to unsubscribe. Um or you don't have to, but I think it's okay if you feel like you need to, because um, that's what triggers are triggers, and you don't decide what's a trigger for you. You can decide that you're going to get over them, but if you're not at that place yet, I do think it's okay to put up some parameters and some boundaries, um, but you don't want to leave those up forever. So that's what I would say. But yeah, uh, I had to unsubscribe from a lot of things because I was like, this is supposed to be helpful, but it's not. <laughs> Absolutely. And I wanted to touch on that because, again, I'm all about being raw and transparent on the journey, yeah. which you're also helping me do. Um, but I actually read that book, Bamboo by, Bamboozled by Jesus. I read it like last year. And I remember I was thinking the same thing because I always when I thought about entrepreneurship, I always thought like, you know, you're going to struggle for this many years. And then, you know, and then finally, maybe 10 years down the line, you're going to make it. And I used to tell God, like, I was like, listen. I'm not really interested in struggling <laughs> for a very long time. Like, honestly, I think it would be very hot. And that's what kind of turned me off from entrepreneurship. But I knew that I was called there. And so I was like, how do I manage this? Because nobody wants to struggle. Nobody wants to, you know, it's, I root for people. And I'm so happy when you're, when you're in that place where you're praying and you're praying, you feel like you're not being hurt. Hurt, it can definitely be a trigger. So I definitely want, I love what you said about muting and muting being a boundary for yourself, right? It doesn't mean that you are, you know, immature or anything. You're protecting your space mm-hmm. and you know, protecting yourself from these triggers that the enemy will use, you know what I'm saying, to drive a wedge between you and God. And so I love how you talked about that. So let's talk about this this transition, right? You are in this pivot now. You're tired of feeling, you know, stuck. You like, I got to get out of this place. And so you finally start to embrace. And I love the scripture that you brought up about the woman um, who was actually, it was like her last meal. She was going to take that jar of oil. Um, and Elisha came to her and said, make me some, what do you say? Make me some bread. Is that what he yeah. did? He said, make me some bread for those of you who aren't familiar. And she was like, listen, this is for me and my son. We're about to go eat this meal and die. And he was like, make me some bread first. And so she does that. She goes and she uses everything that she has. And he tells her to go grab jars from, you know, all of her neighbors and continue to pour this oil. And as she began to pour the jars, um, the oil, the oil continued to flow until there was no more jars left. And so talk to me about, again, that that revelation of taking what you have in your hands, which feels like nothing, right? Because you talked about a lot. Yes, I have this podcast. Yes, it's, you know, helpful, but it's not making me money. Mm-hmm. How does that begin how do you embrace something that the Lord is calling you to do that's not necessarily making you money right now? What was your thought process in that? Um, some days, honestly, it was easy because I was already doing it. And I think that's what God was saying. Like, we've been doing this. Like, we have a flow. We have a rhythm. So I'm not asking you to do anything extra yet. I'm actually actually to do, ugh, I'm asking you to do what you've been doing. So I think if you have a pre-existing thing and the Lord is elevating it or asking you to dive deeper into it, you kind of ride off of that. And so I didn't start changing the cadence. I'm like, all right, so I can hurry up and make some money. Let me do two episodes a week. And I'm, I kept the same cadence. My newsletter comes out same time, like all of that. And I think some things are starting to change. I definitely started posting on YouTube way more after I lost my job. But even that took me a while because I was like, I don't have it for YouTube. I'm not Getting out the bed. So what video are you talking? Like, that's not the thing, right? So I, like, I can give you this uh, camera off episode <laughs> and I can give you an Instagram story. That's it. I can't give you any more than that. And I thought like God was like, all right, that's your oil then. If that's what you're telling me, that's all you got. Let's rock. Like, give it to me. And so that was a start. I think that um, the discounting is fair. And I think that's another person um, in the Bible, his name is Gideon. He's in the book of Judges. And he was going to battle. The people he was going to battle with literally had 20,000 men. He started out with 10K, right? So you already had a deficit. You already like, oh, man, like, I don't know how we're going to pull this off. But everybody, get ready. And then God tell him he got too many people with him. And Gideon's like, what are you talking about? And so God ended up chopping his army down, right? And he ends up having... 300 people to go into battle with y'all and he wins 
That's what happened. He won. And I think his confidence got built up. All 300 people that were with him, their confidence got built up. The little swords, whatever that they had going on was enough. Even though the other side seems bigger, stronger, faster, better, that wasn't the case. Whatever God's strategy is, he's got like his strategy is the best. And I think it is renewing our minds to whatever we're looking at in front of us to be like, okay, okay, I can trust you. I can't trust that 300 is bigger than 20K. I can't trust that because it's just nonsense. It's not true. I can't trust that you can make my 300 bigger than a 20K. I can trust that because you, if you say you can do that, then you can do it. If you did it for Gideon and you don't change, you can do it for me. So I think there were moments where um, I had to really think about what am I telling myself? And if I want to stay married to that thought. Like you tell yourself you're small. You tell yourself that your podcast can't grow any bigger than it is. Like, is that even a comforting thought? Do you even want to be saying stuff like that? If you had a job, would you want to say stuff like that? If you had a million dollars and you started this, would you want to say something like that? Because it's it don't sound good. And so that starts with okay. So no matter what scenario I will be in, this is not language that's helping me, or this isn't an action that's helping me. No matter what state I live in. Girl, you need to get out the bed. Like, right? Or you need to eat food. You need to phone a friend and kiki, like have a combo. And so I think removing the mindset that this scenario, everything I'm doing makes sense. And when I put it in another container, it's like it kind of doesn't. So let's change some things. So um it's a, it was a process and every day is different, but um it's, it's possible for sure for you to have something that seemed insignificant and it to not be. That's so good. So let's talk about let's talk about some of the highs of this journey. So what has having this free time, this time to explore your creativity? What are some of the things that have just brought you that you've learned about yourself during this journey The now that you have this freedom? Yeah, um, I have so many ideas. <laughs> I really one. I think one thing that I really learned is I was tired. And I think you don't realize how tired you are. You're in survival mode when you have a job too. Or when you get a creative high or an opportunity, you're kind of in that too because you want to keep it. I got promoted. So I was like, okay, let me hustle. Make sure these people know I'm worth my promotion or whatever it is. Um, I've done Super Bowl campaigns. And so I was like, okay, I got to make sure... I got let go in August. Holiday season was coming up. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to put my face on for holiday season. Like, it's going to get crazy. And I finally let go. And I was like, Oof, I was tired. And I'm a napper. I love to take a nap. Like, a 3 p.m. nap, please. Like, that is, that's why I live. That's why I thrive. So being able to just take a nap and not think about it. One thing I really love, like I said, I run. But I used to run at like five, six in the morning because I was doing it before work and I got to get on the train, blah, blah. I didn't have to do that. I was like, not a run at 2 p.m. Get into it. I can take my time. I can go a different route. I can kind of get lost in Brooklyn for a second, like, you know, and I couldn't do that before. Everything has to be very focused. And when I didn't feel good, I was trying to hurry up and puff myself up to make myself good because I'm going into this place with these people and I got to be good. So that release felt really great. And then um, there were times where I couldn't join certain writing workshops. I'm a poet, so I like to write. And sometimes if I'm late at work or if I have stuff to do, then I wouldn't be able to join as many workshops as I like. So I was able to write more. The top of this year, I wrote so many poems. I was like insane. <laughs> so that was really, really nice. Um, my community showed up for me in ways I did not expect. And I'm not just talking about my best friends, like extended people. Because once I started sharing, people knew. Um, I talked about me, if I'm in a public place and I need a pad, instead of me taking one during this season, I might take five, right? And so I talked about that on a podcast, on, on a um, YouTube episode one time. And a girl from church was like talking to me after church. And then she like was like, oh, come with me to get my bag real quick. And then she like offered me some pads from her house because she watched one of my videos. And we're not besties. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like that 
I was able to see the grace of God in ways that I wouldn't have asked for. I wouldn't have prayed about like, when I go to church, should I have somebody give me some pet? Like I wouldn't have said that, but that happened. Uh, my best friends coming through. I don't have people pay for brunches for me. Cause like, girl, let's get you out the house. Let's go to brunch and I can have a good time at brunch. Um, People send me care packages and that's nice. So like, I'm gonna light a candle right after this and I did not buy the candle. Somebody gave me the candle. Like these earrings I'm wearing, my mama sent me these as a little like, feel good. Like, you know, um, so I definitely have been able to see my community shut for me in different ways. And that has been really exciting. And then plug it into resources. So I did a YouTube video about um, Jesus paying it all and how you don't have money, but Jesus always got money. Like he got the things. And I've been dimming to two Broadway shows for free because I got a library card. Like what? But I wouldn't have looked that up if I had a job. I would have just paid. Like, I've been to Broadway when I did have a job twice and I paid for the ticket. So I would have just did that. But me going for free, get into it. Like why not? Um, different events with creatives and I love being around other creatives. Um, and so, yeah, all the, I just was able to explore, have fun, um, enjoy the city in a different way. And like I said, I was ready to leave New York. So just really reminded myself, like you haven't even seen all New York got to offer, babe, like tap back in and doing that and having fun. I've been reading more books and I love to read, but sometimes work was cutting into my reading time. So I can't, I'm mean, knocking books down. Like it's just, I can do all the things, which sometimes, you know, I feel like you can do anything, please note. But there are a lot of times where I'm like, okay, even when I got the Chipotle check, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, I got the Chipotle check right? It was like three weeks before my birthday. And I ended up taking a trip to London. And I don't know, I thought I was going to be in this apartment with these paintings behind me (laughs) uh, for my birthday. And I wasn't even in this country. Like how dope is that? One of my best friends was in law school studying abroad in London. So I didn't have to pay for a hotel. I stayed with her and was able to have a great time for my birthday. Like what? And I don't know if I would have even went to London before. Like I wanted to, but then I put it off because I didn't know if I could and like all the things. But when I saw the opportunity, I was okay, let's book the flight. Let's do it. So I think that freedom of like, I was there full week. I have to ask nobody. Can I be gone? I ain't got to tell you when I'm coming back. I can just flow. That is great. And spiritually, that's great too. I've had worship days a day, like where I don't do nothing. I'm talking to God all day, like no TV, no nothing. And you can't do that if you got to deliver a presentation for a client meeting the next day. You can, but you're going to be tired. Right. And so I think there are definitely moments when I've been able to even just sit with God and he can remind me of some things. He can give me some ideas. He can show me like email that girl and see if she want to be on a podcast, do this thing and see if you can get that connect. And Sometimes I always write the ideas down, but sometimes it takes me longer to do them when I have competing things, but I don't have competing things. So that has been really nice to kind of create a new flow with creativity, fun, and faith. I love that. And I love how God cares about the details. Like just because I think we put so much emphasis on, you know, a job providing, but in this journey, you're learning like God is your provider, even not just your rent is paid. You mentioned you're still in that same apartment in New York City. New York City is not a cheap place to live. So expenses are paid and God is providing in, you know, ways that you didn't expect. And I love that you talked about that. So in this newfound creativity, right, and you talked about something about your new kind of flow with God, where you've had these ideas that you've kind of like buried, and now you're being able to have more time to bring them to the surface. What does your quiet time with God look like during this time as you are like walking literally on the water, you know, with him? (laughs) Literally. Uh, It varies day to day, to be honest. So I definitely need to talk to him first thing. Sometimes it be second thing. But most of the time, I try to talk to God first thing. Um, but I mean, the past year, it's been a year since I got let go. The past year, the amount of like night sessions I've had has gone up significantly. And it's been crazy. Like Monday, I woke up 3.30 and I knew I'm like, oh, I'm not going back to sleep. Right. And so I think there are times where um, God can change up his flow too. Because before we would talk, 
no earlier than like 4.45, like five o'clock really, because it's like, okay, I need to talk to you before my run and I need to run before I go to work and da, da, da. So that's what it was. But now I was like, okay, well, you don't have none of that to do. So I can talk to you whenever I want. And at night, I don't, my feed is not refreshing everybody's sleep. Um, I'm not watching nothing. Like, I don't, it's just like, I guess he's like, I have your undivided attention. So that happens sometimes. I don't schedule it because I like to sleep, like I said. But <laughs> if I am woken up and I kind of get that about, because I don't, I don't go to the bathroom at night or nothing. Like, I go to sleep, I'm asleep. So if I wake up, I'm like, I right, I know what time it is. And sometimes I get up, sometimes I don't. <laughs> but most of the time, I try to get up. Um, and so I got journaling every day. Like, that is a, thing. And sometimes it's a prayer to God. Sometimes it's just like, what's the feelings that I'm feeling, especially when you're talking about stress, worry, anxiety, depression, whatever. I think sometimes for me, it sits on my chest and it's just there. Um, and it feels very tight, constricting. And so journaling, I'm a writer in general, but journaling during this time is very, very important for me to get things out. And then at the faith piece, and it's reminding I'm getting it out to God. So that way it's, I'm taking to somebody who can do something about how I feel and guide me on the path that I'm trying to go on versus just feeling the feelings and then trying to hope that they go away somehow. Um, and then taking God out my house actually has been another big thing. So I think that um, my house is very important <laughs> to me. And so again, before I hang out with friends or outside of hanging out with friends, going to work, doing whatever, writing activities, I'm doing creative things. I was like, okay, this is my time in the house where I'm doing what I need to do. But because I have more freedom during the day, I was like, let's go on a walk and talk. Let's get involved with church a little bit more. Um, and so I'm able to talk to him in different parks, places. I'm going to get a smoothie. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to not listen to music right now and just chop it up with you. I put my AirPods in so people don't think I'm crazy, but we can just talk for a second. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is God has shown me that my creativity is a worship. And so there have been times I'm like, ah, I have to edit this. And I didn't finish editing yet. And I feel like it needs to go out tomorrow. Like, let me hurry up. And, but I could have talked to you longer this morning, I think. So I got to make sure I talk to you again. Like I'm trying to double dose on a lot of stuff because I'm telling myself I have more time because I think God's telling me like, you got more time. So you need to be talking to me 23 hours of the day. And God's like, I gave you prime pros, remember? So it's like, if you're working on it, it's not because you're putting me off to the side because you are whatever. I gave that to you. So if you're working on it, you are working for me. You're working with me. Like that's a priority to me as well. So that was really a big unlock because when I was working, I didn't feel that way all the time. I didn't, I knew I was working on together and like sharing the gospel and XYZ, but it was a thing I was making sure I scheduled to do. So I didn't fall behind with work and socializing and whatever. Um, so now that I have the time, if I feel behind, I'm like, dang, God, I'm missing my appointment with you. My bad. He's like, girl, I've been sitting here with you editing the past hour. Like we good. And I'm like, okay, that's great. So um, he's definitely revealing different aspects of like, what does worship even look like and how it doesn't have to be the typical thing that you would expect. And that's really, really nice. I love that my creativity is worship. I think that that's such a good summary of what it means to bring God into not just, you know, certain parts, but bring him into your life. And just like you talked about how he's working alongside of you editing and all these different things for anybody who just feels like they're not spending enough time with God, like as you're continuing to do the things that he's called you to do, even create, you know, Tiffany wise, invite him into your day. Like he's an omnipresent God. He's present at all times. So I love that you talked about this. So as we're coming to a close, I just have two more questions. And one of them is, what is now, of course, going with God, the vision can go way left. But for you, now that you've had this time, you probably have more time to think about what do you want to do? What do you feel like God is God is leading you? What do you feel like is that big picture dream for you? You kind of talked about it on some of your, um, the, on your YouTube videos I was watching, but just kind of want to know. Yeah. Um, to spark authenticity in all spaces. So I am working on an apparel line that scares me, but I'm working on it. Um, cause I think that when we profess our power, that's when things change. You have to like 
the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so the more that you say things, the more that you feel like, all right, I can do it. It's like, my name is Destiny. I'm the creator of Power and Pros. Let's get it. And so I want to have some apparel. I'm being called to have some apparel that has different words on it. It's going to be simple, simple, pimple, not a lot of design direction, but I'll do that. Like if I'm having a day where I feel like I'm warring, I'll put on some army fatigue and I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go to war on this day. And I end up having a great day. So when I put on things, it definitely impacts how I move throughout the day, which is why I think I was like, exactly. So let's do that for other people with some intention. So that is the thing I'm working on. Um, but really just want to create more spaces where creatives of faith can exist. And we can talk about the tensions of like, I'm 20 something and I live in 2023 but God is omnipresent. He was in 2023 before me. And so what he told me to do is right. But also this doesn't feel good all the time or it does feel good. And what does that look like? Like all of these things. And so, um, yeah, a lot more videos, live events, more speaking events are happening. Um, but I think that creating spaces and doing live events will be a thing that'll be happening soon as well. So lots of stuff cooking. Yes, I'm excited. May your gifts make room for you. You're just so naturally good at it. If anybody who's watching a video, you can just see the bubble, bubble, the bubbliness in your personality. Um, and so I'm super excited for everything that you're doing. Thank so you. what advice would you give to someone who has been laid off or is in a job transition? And God, they are, first of all, scared. They don't know how they're going to pay their bills. Like, What is the advice that you have for them in that place? Breathe to start. <laughs> because... Everything, I won't say everything, most of the things that you're feeling are facts. How am I going? I'll have less money. That's a fact. I don't know what's to come. Also a fact. Um, things are changing. True information. Like all of that is true. And so I think it's a natural human reaction to need a second to dissect all that factual information. Once you are able to breathe, you're like, okay. These are the facts. Then you can meet the facts with truth. The truth is God is my provider. Truth is nothing can separate me from the love of God. The truth is that God delights in my path and those who he calls righteous never stumble. Um, the word says that though it's hairy, it may not tarry. So if something takes a long time, it ain't going to be long before you get it. Like it's a paradox to think about, but God said it. So it's going to pop off. Um, there are so many things, right, that you can meet your facts that are staring in front of you, your bank account that's staring in front of you with truth, but you have to know what you're up against. You have to, like, face it and address it that it's even happening, um, and then that'll let you know what tactics you need. So do you need more community? If you recognize, like, I feel lonely because I used to kick it with my coworkers, and now I'm not, then you'll know, okay, I need more community. But if you don't address that, it's hard for you to kind of suss that out. Um, so that'd be the first thing, just like, what's bothering me for real about this? Like, obviously it's not an ideal situation, but what's my issue <laughs> with the situation right now? And then put, invite God into that. So it's his truth, right? Which is the word, but like keeping it a buck with God. Like I'm pissed. I'm hungry. I want to go to London. <laughs> I want to not feel this emotion no more. I cried yesterday. I don't want to cry today. Um, I can't take a shower today, so I don't know. Like telling him what's tea um, is really, really important. I want to go on a walk. I'm not editing today. Um, I'm going to edit like three videos. Holy Spirit, help me get through this editing session I'm about to do. Whether it's a high or a low, pulling God into all of it. And the last thing I'll say is resources. Keep your eyes peeled. I ended up applying for rental assistance and got it. Um, like I said, doing different events in the city with my library card that I already had, using my creativity. I already was a writer, but being able to go out and write a workshops that fed my spirit. Um, and it gave me something to share with other people. Like, oh my gosh, read this poem I wrote. That gave me the community piece. Um, serving and stepping outside of your situation for a second. My church got a new building and they're like, anybody want to come help clean? I went to church and was sweeping and mopping the floor. I don't enjoy, I don't really want to sleep and mop the floor at my house. And I went to go do it in a bigger space, right? But I got the house and ended up feeling great. And then they ordered food for the volunteers. So then I got food, get into it. So if I didn't go, I would have been at home with my stomach growling, right? And so that wasn't the motivation for me to go. I didn't know they were going to do that, but it was a byproduct of me doing that. So it's a couple of things that you can do, but I think 
all of that sounds overwhelming if you don't breathe first. So make sure that you're taking that time to breathe and kind of recalibrate because it is a lot. Um, and not knowing when a season is going to end, what it calls for, who should be walking with you along size you on this journey. Um, what scriptures, like it's hella books in the Bible. Like what scripture do I need right now? All of it can feel very overwhelming, but the spirit is with you is never left you. And Holy Spirit will guide you every step of the way on what you need, but it's hard to hear and it's hard to follow if everything else is screaming at you. So when you take that time to be still and know that God is God, then you'll start to know that everything else is going to be good too. That's so good. So as we're coming to a close, we are going to go ahead and end in prayer. But thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your story. I know that's going to be such a blessing and a testimony for those who are in this journey. And so many creative things are going to come out of this. Um, we would love to continue to support you on your journey. So please tell us how people can connect with you and continue to follow along. Yeah, so you can keep up with Power and Pros at Power and Pros Podcast on Apple, Spotify, all the places. And we're also on YouTube at Power and Pros. Me personally, I go by Zest of Desk on all my social platforms. So you can find me TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Alrighty, and I'll go ahead and leave all of those in the link in the description box. And we're gonna go. Do you mind just praying us out? Of course. Alrighty. Whew. Father God, we thank you so much for this time together. I thank you for this space and that I was able to share my story for all those who are listening and the stories that you have for them. You care about each and every one of us, the intricacies of our stories, where we're going, where we've been, where we are right now. And you are compassionate about every feeling that we have, all the worries that might be um, facing us. And so I just thank you so much for that compassion and that right after your compassion, you're a doer. Like you like to do some things. And so I just pray that you are both um, internally and tangibly showing up for your children. Anybody who's listening to this episode, anybody that's connected to somebody that's listening to this episode, we pray for a breakthrough. We thank you that you are a comforter, that you are a provider, that you're a healer, and that there is no reason for us to worry. Even when we're in a storm, you say that we can have peace and joy. And so we are inviting and welcoming in that peace and joy right here and right now because it is available to us. It's a free gift. So we worry about money. We might we got to take all the free gifts we can get. So we thank you for that free gift of your love, your grace, your joy, your peace, your mercy, and that you have divine strategy. And so we pray for an impartation of that strategy to help us with our next steps. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor for what you've done, for what you're doing right now, and what you will do in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, y'all. This wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Do not forget to click the link in the description to see how you can keep up with Destiny. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye.